Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to this episode of the Flats of Shanks podcast. This is, I, I don't even know, I'm trying to think of what episode it is. I was going to say Three, this is episode... 302. Nah, what is it, episode, series 5, episode 29, maybe? Is it? Mm. Oh, I don't know, you don't know. No, I don't, I don't, I'm, as as I'm talking slowly, yeah it is, well done me. Just had a little look. Well I should have probably looked before I started. I mean, yeah, but uh, but if if it's our podcast and we don't care, so the people listening don't care either. The trouble is, before we come online, we have a little five minute chat, slag everyone off, and then they're like, "Should we start?" Yeah, and we haven't even done any prep. So, yeah, we. I mean, we have no, we haven't prepped. And one day, if we do, a, if we make our podcast, podcast, our podcast a proper one, then. Maybe we'll end up like having a producer and having a running order and like when we do it with Benny Backhouse for ITV in the Six Nations. When we do that one, that is a proper podcast. Oh, they, the cyber currency king himself. Yeah, Bitcoin king, the Bitcoin loser. And But he will like put in interviews with all the coaches and all that sort of stuff and we'll have guests and stuff. And like, If you've got someone else to book all that, firstly, you've got to pay them. Secondly, I can't, I can't be asked. I tell you what, Can't mate. We wouldn't have a podcast if I didn't edit the first five minutes. Oh my god, wouldn't mate? Wouldn't have careers. <laughs> what you've just said about Mike Tyndall off air, you'd never work again. I would. I would be like John Darwin, and there'd be a little sentence under a picture of me saying, "Tom has now moved to Thailand and remarried." <laughs> <laughs> have you Have you watched The Thief, The Wife, and The Canoe? No, what's that? It's about a bloke called John Darwin who fakes his own death to claim life insurance. Oh, that guy. Mm. I'm I'm Googling it now. Oh, I want to see that. Four-parter on ITV. It's really good. Oh. I listened to a podcast on it before, and it was good, but the actual series, the four-part series is better. It's good. Okay. Oh, that's great stuff, Tommy. Yeah. I'm into that. Do you know, um, ask me how I'm doing. I can tell by the tone of your voice, mate. You're in a pickle again, aren't you? Well, I'm frustrated, you, mate. You've driven to Dundee with no shoes on and eaten a load of Toblerone. 
Have you? <laughs> no. All right. What have you done? Um, no, I'm just frustrated, mate. I'm frustrated because you're peeling horses, the labels off bottles again, are you? On a night slow out? horses on Apple TV. Yeah. Um, no, slow horses on Apple TV is. I don't know why Apple TV are doing it, but I know we don't use terrible language very often on this pod, but they're being dicks, mate. Pourquoi? One episode a week. Yeah, I know. Who, who watches series like that anymore? Dicks, mate. Is... Like the last show that got away with that was Game of Thrones, and they only got away with it because it's the greatest thing in the history of planet Earth. And it's like better than electricity, Game of Thrones. Slow Horses is the best thing on TV at the moment by 5,000 miles. It is amazing. How many episodes it. are there? Is it six? Don't know. And what do you want now? Five? I've done four or five, yeah. Five, I've done, done five, I think. Yeah, so for the fifth was out on Friday. So there's one more episode you got. Yeah. Which I've, it? Seen, only six. I've seen them, so. It's what? Good. Yeah. You've seen number six? Yep. I've ways How? and means. You got a fire stick? No, I haven't. I'm just lying. I want to, yeah. Because Gary Oldman, obviously amazing. Um, Christian Scott Thomas, but one of my favourite actresses, who I didn't know was one of my favourite actresses, Saskia Reeves. She's amazing. Oh, they're all, all of them. Which all of Saskia them. Reeves? She is Standish. Who is? His assistant, his secretary with the story. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh. Yep. Just everyone in it, fella. Yep. Yep. Everyone in it is just brilliant. I, I love Steve Watts. I tonight. love. Oh, I love it. But I, I've been doing uh, The Thief, the Wife, and the Canoe for the last couple of nights, so. Oh, I'm so I'm going to start that tonight. Mm. It gets it's a bit of a slow start, but they're setting the scene, and it's just interesting, mate. Because it's a true story. Yeah, I'm up for that. Mm. I always I was like, right, I've got now TV. I've got <clears throat> excuse me, I've got Prime, obviously for deliveries. But you I got, got Sky Glass yet? No, I oh, got okay. Netflix. Obviously, I've got that. And I was like, right, whatever else I've got, I'm not, I'm not. I got Disney. The kids didn't watch a single thing on it. Bin, I binned off Disney. Television X. Then I was like, yeah, Janie Cam. I'm not getting Apple TV. I'm not paying another bloody subscription for TV. It's mental how much it costs to watch telly now. And then Slow Horses on Apple TV and I've paid for it. And Apple TV's got loads of amazing stuff on it. And now I've got that. Yeah. So I'm screwed. I'm not getting Sky Glass. I've had, I've had two people have said to me, mates have texted me to say it's brilliant. And everyone else has said, don't do it. If you watch things like live sport a lot, don't do it because it's streaming and it buffers and the TVs are good, but they're not amazing. And I've got a mate with a AV shop, like a home, you know, that AV equipment shop. And he was like, the TVs are fine, but they give you that they're not amazing. Yeah, but mate, you're making savings elsewhere. So you're fine. You know, you don't have to go to the barbers. You don't have True. to go to Tony and Guy anymore. So True. Although I'll get my feet done, don't I? That's gone up. That used to be 40 quid. 50 quid now. What, Brexit? Oil. 50 quid, get me feet done. Get me feet done once a month. It's 50 quid, mate. That's a lot a month. 600 quid a year. So That's a grand of just, earnings, mate. Just talk to me about your feet, right? Because I know you're on them every day, but it's not like you're doing triathlons or you're still mm. playing rugby. So mm. where does a dry skin come from? It's not necessarily a dry... I don't know... You got leprosy? I don't know. If, if, if you looked at my feet now, I have genuinely got... My feet are in really good nick. I've got good feet. 
you look at Danny Grucox and you think, if you looked at like a pro basketballer's hat fingers, they'd be like, oh my God, they're all snapped. Dan's feet look like that. They look like he's got something wrong. And you're like, oh, mate, what happened there? And that's just what they look like. Mine are nice. They're in good nick. The skin's really good. The nails are neat. Everything's good. But if I leave them, for some reason, my heels will, like my bottom of my feet will just like... Crack. Yeah. And if I I walk around the house without slippers or socks on, whatever the flooring, all that sort of stuff, my feet will... My feet will hate it after about two days. Yeah, I can understand that because Kerry Sweeney has the same issue on his face. <laughs> we were born on the same day, do you know that? Leather face. Um, we were born you? on the same day, Kerry Sweeney and I were, yeah. He's just been to Mexico. Uh, it was Jamie Ringer's wedding, second time around. Went up there. What's wrong with that? Yeah, Nothing no, not at all. Fella. Not at all. Just the old foreign wedding, I used to think, oh, it's so selfish or it's so annoying. Now I think genius because it reduces the numbers. Yep. Yep. Have to pay for less food, don't you? Really, mate. Anyway, and the whole thing like oh, married. the whole thing, the whole like um, oh, uh, dad, the father of the bride. That's old school, mate. Father of the bride doesn't do that anymore. I mean, my ex father in law did. A very, very, very lovely man, um, and did pay for all of it, which was mad i i i genuinely found it you know i don't mind spending money i like spending money oh, yeah, but yeah i found one of the I best found the i first, know and the initial chat yeah the initial chat about the wedding i found it so grim how much money it was going to cost even though it wasn't our money that i was like mm, i'm out and you know the older well she sorted the wedding out i had nothing to do with it i literally said i am out i am not i'm not don't, i'll be part of it because i'll be there yeah. i do not want to start spending all of this money, someone else's money on a party. This is makes it act genuinely like it's rank. I, I I love the party. I love the day. Yeah. Hated the cash. I was like, I very happily spend a fifth of that and have none of these things. Don't really need the unicorns. Didn't need them. Didn't need the helicopters. You know, didn't, didn't need, need to, to arrive on a Shire horse. Didn't, didn't need to build a hotel to stay in. More I remember the hotel. Here's a story for you now. The hotel, the night of the wedding, was owned by Andrew Brownsword, who owned Bath Rugby at the same time. What's his surname? Brownsword. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> you know, obviously, like, um, obviously, nicknames are not nicknames. Surnames derive from you know often what you used to do, <laughs> like Danny Grucox. Um, yeah, uh, Andrew Brownsword and. <laughs> Stop saying it. Yeah. We, we all called him, like, look, behind his back's the wrong way to put it because we all loved him. Oh, he's such a good going. bloke. But we, we, all called him, we all called him Pork Sword. Um, but he's such a good bloke. Like, the boys, when he owned Bath, the boys absolutely loved him and they st- everyone loves him still. He's a good bloke. And um, But I remember thinking, oh, I've got to pay my bill because I told him, oh, by the way, I'm staying in one of your hotels, mate, mm. in Kent. And I remember I think, I'll, I'll get, there'll be a bottle of champagne in the room. No. Uh... I'll go to settle the bill. There won't be a bill. Yes, there was. There was a bill. Full price. I remember saying to him like a year later when I next saw him, I was like, mate, what the he goes, mate, he's, like, he's something like, he, I said, what about friends and family? He said, yeah, you're not my family and you're not my friend, <laughs> which I quite liked. Good point. Yeah, it's good. He's, he's a great bloke um, with a great name. Mm, yeah. Brilliant. Um, anyway, yeah, Slow Horse is amazing. So. And, but they're uh, annoying me. Have you thought of a date yet for... Your 
potential wedding. You don't care. You just want a stag do. Correct. I've got it in hand, all right? Okay. Cool. <clears throat> what do you reckon it'll be this? Do you reckon it'll be like... Powell has. Matt Powell's got it in do hand. Do you reckon it'll be like a bit of wine tasting? I was thinking, yeah, cigars and sherry in Wiltshire. Maybe we could catch a game somewhere. Maybe we we'll go watch a cricket. I was thinking a game of rugby. <laughs> we might go to like Chiefs against Northampton or something. Get get a meet get a media pass and get the first 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 um, pint free. I really want. You I to don't grow know. Your Do you hair. know what? Can you grow your hair for it? Yeah, yeah, like Willie Thorne. I tell you what, Terry Nutkins. I don't want a massive wedding, and I don't want a massive stag do. No. I'm forty two, yeah. mate. Yeah, well, that's not your choice. So. It's not, yeah, that's the pro, that's the point. It's nothing to do with me. Why don't Why don't a couple of us go down to Beeritz, see Bolsh, um. And just have a nice couple of days on the beach and have some beers and some baguettes. <sighs> Boring. It's, it's, it's stag do's for us, mate, not you. It's for your mates. I know. <clears throat> I know. I, do you know where I don't want to go? <clears throat> I actually said to Paulie, I don't know what you're going to organise, but I don't want to go two places. I don't want to go anywhere minging. Bradbury like Hall. I don't want to go to, yeah, Benidorm. I'm not having it. I just, I'm, I'll get to the airport and I'll go home. I'm not going somewhere minging. You know, just, no. I also don't want to go to Vegas. I've never been, and I don't want to go. I don't want to go to Vegas. It's too far, mate. Yeah. Like, two days, three max. Max. Um, I don't mind third Europe. Day just, third day, just brunch and papers. Don't mind Europe. As long as you can fly out of Bristol somewhere, perfect. Everyone's yeah, happy. Okay. All right. Okay. Let Can you ski? Let your... Um... I have I have skied, but that's what, that's my answer me. as well. So that's fine. And Dan will be Dan will be shit anyway. So yeah, hopefully I'd, I'd be all right, mate. Turn my hand to most things. Yeah, pro athlete. I'm off to Wentworth on Thursday for a round of golf. Can't wait. Oh god, can't wait. That's lovely for you. That is like, do you know what that's like, Tommy? That is like getting your feet done. Well, no, it's better than that. It's like for you, that is like when someone walks up to me at a dinner. And says, "Yeah, my boy, my boy, he plays for Basingstoke under 15s and he's he's playing at Twickenham. He's playing at Twickenham next week. Yeah, they've got a tournament on the on the actual pitch at Twickenham. I'm like, so what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't care, mate. Like, it's it's just a pitch, and there'll be no one there. So, if anything, it's just crap parking compared to where he normally plays. Um, but I understand that people find it really special." Yeah. And for you, this is like that. This is like an average punter getting to play at the Principality, isn't it? What would... I mean, it'd be like you visiting a really um, large classic car showroom and getting to drive some. Yeah. It, yeah. What else are you into? Electric bikes? <laughs> Ted, I, Crocs? Don't ever ask anyone what their hobbies are. Crocs? If they don't play golf, they haven't got one. There is no other hobby except golf. Um, walking the dogs throwing chicken carcasses for the animals yeah it mm, no well, I, do you know it's stuff like you need a hobby well reading I suppose is your hobby isn't it reading yeah but there's no yeah but it's not series. like wow I've been, I've been given access to this book it's like well if you could do something if you could do something dower git if you could do something tomorrow uh, in the UK you have a whole day to yourself. Don't have to do anything. No kids, no making food. And what would you do? You had to do something. You couldn't just say, "I'm just stay at home and pick the skin off my feet." 
with a carving knife. I'd go to the kitchen scissors. I would pop to the gym, go and buy a new car, and then have some have a barbecue. Okay, well, it's like buying a new car then. Yeah. Okay. With but you know, like a, a tenth, a hundredth, a thousandth of the cost. But then I get. A, I've had a couple of times different car people say. I mean, obviously, I'm a Land Rover guy, so I. I Always couldn't do it anyway, but say, why don't you have this car for the weekend or have this car for a few days and whatever. And I said yes once because it was a mate and he's like, listen, it's literally spare and you haven't got a tweet or Instagram or anything, but it's going to sit in a car park. Do you want it over Christmas and New Year? And I was like, oh, mate, go for it. And it was great. But otherwise, I'm just like, nah, you're right. I don't know. It's the whole got to give it back at the end. Anyway, look, I'm not trying to ruin it. I'm just saying I'm pleased for you. But I personally wouldn't care. But we're all different. And you're looking forward to it, which is great. So how excited are you out of 11? 11. Mm. It's great. I've never played there. I love playing like amazing courses. Text Cotter to see if there's anywhere good to go for food around there. He's He's never had a meal in his life. Look at him. (laughs) He forages. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, He... Catches fish with his hands. How much do you have to pay Cotter to eat Labrador? <laughs> Not one of his, just a sum, a portion of Labrador. How much do you have to pay him? I think he'd eat a human over a Labrador. I think he would. I think he'd probably eat, gladly eat certain humans anyway. I think he'd eat his own hand. I think anyone who's too, like, fake, bubbly, and anyone who basically says the word banter... Or anyone who has too much bants with a Z, I think Cotter would eat them. Some lovely photos of Cotter online um, that he did for a magazine at home. Just lying on the floor. Yep. Running with his dog in jeans. <laughs> seen him. Ah, seen him. I love him. I love him. I love them. They're so good. Oh, I love them. His I'm doing partner it now. and dogs are on the sofa and he's just lying side saddle on the floor. It, the the reason it's so good, and I, no, no, I wasn't. I'm not going to say it because he listens to the pod. I'm not going to say anything. It's too like he's nice. a princess riding a horse where they sit on the side. <laughs> if you, if he basically, if he was just a bit of a knob or in any way a knob, it, you, we'd love the photos even more because it'd be like, see, told you he was a knob, and it's like, no, that's why they're so perfect. Yeah, that's why they because he's not. That is why they're such perfect. Pictures. He's got himself in a situation where he can't get out, and the photographer's going, "This is great. This is <laughs> That's great." It. That's and he can't see. He's just going with it, and he knows in his head. He's thinking, "Oh my god, what is this? What's yeah. happening?" And then, eventually, when they come out, you know, he's running down. He's running down a, a little country lane with one of his dogs in a pair of bell-bottom jeans and Asics running trainers. <laughs> <laughs> I do this every and- day. And he thinks to himself, he tries to console himself by saying, well, tomorrow's chip paper. They won't last forever. And then we keep it going. <laughs> Just send it every now and again. Oh, it's so good. They're so good. They're such amazing pictures. Um, yeah, Have a we'll look, Have a look a for yourself, listeners. Yep. Really great stuff. Um, so, yes, what are we talking about? Uh, I bought a book recently because I'm going on Don't a little, um, little weekend break soon uh 438 days it's called it's about a sailor that his yes. engines break down 
at sea and he spends 438 days on his own on a boat until he's washed up on shore. It's a long time that is, mate. That is, I mean... It's a long time without an iPad or Wi-Fi. But Yeah, but all I think is food and water. Yeah, well, he's able to catch fish. And Jonathan Franklin's the writer, isn't it? The author. Not sure. From memory. From memory. Okay. Good Google. I just Googled it. Just Googled it. Yeah, so I got that to read. The best survival book of the decade. Ray Mears. Oh, this one. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently so. Done my research, as always. Right, on this, this date in 2012, a pair of fishermen left the coast of Mexico for a weekend fishing trip in the open Pacific. So... Maybe he eats How? the other guy. Hang on, yeah. Well, the other guy dies. I don't, let's not spoil it for people. I'm going to read it and I'll let you know. Uh, just on last week, Flats, the Viewlin website um, issue I had about getting a refund. I got myself in a situation where... You did. Yeah. Best thing to do was to direct message them on Twitter. They replied, all sorted. So for every nightmare issue you get with uh, Vuelin, not Vuelin, Vuelin, um, you get a good one as well. Oh, well done, mate. I'm pleased about that. That's good because, yeah, okay. I didn't need eight flights on the way home. So, yep, beautiful. Well done. That's good. Yep, yep. That's good. Well done. Um, We had the whole, like, going on a holiday last the other week, we had the whole thing about my 12-year-old needed... She's not triple jabbed, so she she only had one jab or two, whatever it is. So she needed the last minute PCR and not the last minute, the you know, close to the flight. She needed a PCR, so we did all that, and then everyone's like, "Mate, don't even check it. They don't even check it." And you get to the airport and you're like, "Right, okay," and they're like, "Yeah, she she how old is she? Twelve? Yeah, which one of you, Sophia? That one? Yeah." Have you got have you got your letter? And she's like, Yeah. You've done your PCR. Yeah. That was all good. Yeah. Okay. Here's your boarding passes. He's literally like that. Yep. And you're like, Well, happy days, but we needn't have bothered. And I've been really worried about it. I'm terrified she was going to fail it. Walk through and I was like, Something's not right, you know. It's too easy. You shouldn't we haven't even had to show anyone our letter that we worked so hard to get. You know, it's like, this is mad. And then it was like her name came out on the PA system, not the Tannoy, that's a brand name, on the PA system came out mm. and said, could she please come back to security as soon as possible? Thank you. I was like, oh my God, she's not coming. But she left the bag. It's fine. Phew. I'm just saying, it's an imperfect process at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, but anyway, I'm a, I'm a winner in that aspect, so um, I feel quite lucky. Okay, 438 days. That'll be good. I'm, I'm excited for you. That's going to be a good book. I'm reading The Binding at the moment. Um, oh. which is S&M. uh, more S and M's. Yes, which is very. I really like it. You've always been good at knots. I will give you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, these teeth of mine, I can. Yeah. Um, like, what the hell are we talking about? Oh my! I um started a new diet last week, last Monday. Is it drinking water at five degrees? No, no, I stopped okay. it. I stopped it on Tuesday because I realised I really wasn't enjoying it, and I thought there's no point in ploughing on with something that's not sustainable. What so was I stopped your diet? It now. What was your diet? It was not really eating very much during the day, hmm. or okay. kind of eating nothing for as long as possible during the day. 
Then what do you do at night? Um, gorge yourself. Yeah, I was having East whole Easter eggs. Oh, your dog was, not you. But guess what I found out as well? Well, You've watched Top Boy, haven't you? Yep. Amazing, right? Yep. My kids got burner phones. Why? My kids got burners, mate. So they've both got an iPad. So this whole conversation was right. The girls need iPads. No, they don't. They're 10 and 12 now, but then they were like, whatever they were, 9 and 11. I was like, no, they don't. If they really need an iPad, they can use one of ours. Well, anyway, I found this deal on iPads. What do you reckon? They don't need an iPad. Anyway, they got iPads. They got brand new, very flash iPads um, from their granddad, who I mentioned earlier, who's a great bloke. So they got iPads, great. And then the deal was that when my 11-year-old turned 11, she would... There was a, we would have a conversation about her getting a phone because she would be walking to school on her own and that stuff. She got a phone, right? And she doesn't walk, she hasn't walked to school since, walked to school once since. But you know the drill. So we're getting completely suckered in. And but when they come here on cert, well, certain days, basically, they at, both, at their mum's house or my house, they don't have tech on cert, certain days of the week. So they don't have tech ever in the morning. Uh, before school they never have it on a Tuesday never have it on a Thursday um, and all that stuff so there's there's various rules around it and they just hand them over and the other day I just popped upstairs they're never allowed their tech in their room either never allowed to take their iPads or their phones to their room and it's little mm. things like that right so <clears throat> walk upstairs you've ruled with an iron claw no no they, they see why and they're pretty good about it and um, they I walk in and I just see two phones on the bed I was like are they is that my phone? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yours. I've just taken the cover off it. It's like, no, mine's in my pocket. Why are you lying? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, right. Now's your opportunity to just tell the truth. So you can lie and dig deeper if you want or stop lying, at, stop the lies at one lie. Oh, well, these, actually, this is Nana's old phone and this is Mummy's old phone and we bring them um, to so-and-so's house for when, because we're not allowed tech at their house and we're going there tomorrow. So what we do is we bring these and then we've got secret phones. So it's like, they have got burner phones that they've been bringing to my house and they are 10 and 12. So now in a situation where one of my daughters has got an iPad and two phones, mm. the other one has got an iPad and a phone who's not meant to have a phone. I mean, I've got the burners in front of me now. They haven't got them anymore. Do I always think with burners, like on Top Boys, like how do they call people? Like, how do they know numbers? How does someone yep. contact you? I never get it. Like your phone has got all your numbers in and everyone's got your number. But when you're on a burner, like... If you're using burners all the time, you're going to have a different number every time. That's just something I th- I think about. Sometimes it keeps me up at night. Yep. Yeah, it's... Uh, what are your kids selling it, then, mate? What are they doing? Heroin. Heroin. Kids bloody love it, at these, don't they, these days? The times have changed, and it. I didn't. I did, never did any of that stuff before I was sort of 15, 16, but now they're all doing it. They're 10, so... Since you went to Dulwich. Yeah, exactly it, yeah. Oh, so I I did a thing last week, Roast Beef Club. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, brilliant, mate. It's just one of the best events of the year. Absolutely love it. And the entertainment was Adam Kay, who wrote This Is Going To Hurt. Yes. And he's also in the TV series, and he's also written... What does he look like in real life? Um, like lovely. Character. Lovely. Uh, no, not that character. Um, and it turns out he was so good. Oh, so good. Brilliant. Loved him. But turns out we were in the same year at school. He went to my school. But you were obviously the one same of the, year. you were the rugby jock. So you were the one like with yeah. the sports jacket on, big D on the back. 
yeah. Exactly. And I just used Wedging to... Wedging people, taking their dinner money. Tango. I was tangoing people every day. Slamming their heads into the, the lockers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tipping up their trays with food on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so we went to your school? Yep, Adam Kane, high school mate. Oh, I mean, nice. we can't really remember, but um, he was great. He was absolutely great. Do you Very follow funny. each other now on Instagram? No, I, no, well, no, I don't think he, I don't suppose he follows me, which is a shame. Um, shall I check for you now? Um, not that interesting, is it? Um, should we get on with our lives? Should we get on with our lives, Tommy? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Uh yeah. Where were you at the weekend? I was at Saracens. I went to a party on Saturday night. Oh, yeah. What were you dressed as? The Rock? No, Sleaze it was. So I, what you can't quite see is the... Um, you can't quite see the uh, earring I had on, which was really the party piece. But I went leather jacket, string vest, gold chains. It was I thought good. it was Charles it was Bronson. Yeah, it basically was. Yeah. And um, then I was at Sarri's. So we did the highlight show with Topsy pre-match and then did uh, commentated on Saracens against Chiefs which was a game of two hours Tommy um, Chiefs were great in the first half really mm. beat Saris up bent them out of shape in defence carried real hard Henry Slade at 10 looked really really good um, and second half Saris just went whammo a few mistakes from Chiefs like a bit of detail at the restart detail at the breakdown stuff like jumping across the line and making contact in the air and and all that stuff. Um, and Sarri's just blew him away in the second half, really. Um, yeah. Farrell looked very, very good. They all looked pretty sharp. Some people, a few people going mad after the game. Chiefs fans, well, they were nice, but they were like, oh, referee. The ref, I was like, right, I was, well, biased. I said, refs aren't biased, mate. Grow up, I said to one guy. Grow up. And all his mates laughed. I said, you're an old man. What are you saying that for? I said, how old are you? And he said, you're in your, said, you're in your 60s, mate. And you're saying stuff like that. You sound like a baby. Everyone a bit of a laugh, and he goes, "Well, some of those guys said, give me one call that you thought was wrong. Well, that try we scored, they said was held up. It was held up. No, it wasn't. I said, how do you know? You're a hundred meters away. I've had the replays. It was held up, a hundred percent correct. Well, and there was one side entry I saw, right? I said, <laughs> I said oh, well done, mate. I said, rewind then, rewind. I said, watch all the games in the weekend and count them up. How much? How many times do you want the game to stop in a weekend? 
which one? All we want, Dave, is consistency. Right, they're human beings, mate. You're never going to get that. It will never happen. Honestly, give up trying the best to get ones, consistency. The best ones that they say, oh, there was a side entry in uh, three rucks prior to the try. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking, oh, my God. All right. You're like, bro, bro, come on. And then then someone on Twitter, they weren't, they weren't being horrible, but they were just like, they're being horrible to the ref. But in the end, they all. You, I replied to them because I was in a car on the back of a taxi on the way home. So I replied to a few of them, not like punchy, just like, well, get actually, get kicks think about free. it like this, you know. And it's like, and it, I was like, just a bit of perspective on it. And they all are pretty much like, yeah, you're right. And I was like, asking for absolute consistency from human beings in high pressure split second situations is like asking for consistency in the weather. So we'd like it never to rain on a Saturday afternoon again, please. Mm. You, it's impossible. It is impossible. It will never happen. So why do people, people don't like mistakes being made and that's fine and all that stuff. And then one guy's like, yeah, I completely understand that and you're right. But they shouldn't make mistakes in the five, five metres from someone's line. I was like, right. So you acknowledge that human beings cannot be consistent in completely consistent like machines in these situations. But you think they need to define, you know, human nature and human behaviour in certain strips of grass on the field. This is mad, mate. You know, it's just funny how intelligent grown-ups pile in like that. Yep. I just find it so weird that you'd bother to do that. I tell you one player, Flats, who, if the Six Nations squads were getting announced today, would be in the Scotland squad, would be Sean Maitland, I reckon. Yeah. Playing really well. He was very yep. good against Cardiff. He's good again at the weekend. Yep. Looks, looks big, looks hungry. Strong, fit, fast. Yep. Ticking all the boxes right now. And yep. I'm sure they'll be taking note. He could be back in. Um, I like Nick Tompkins' try. Just yeah. stole it right off Jamie George right at the end. What about Jamie George, top bins on Soccer AM? Wow. Very good. Yeah. And then he put a little grubber in down the side. See yeah. <laughs> it was a lovely one as well. Yeah. Um, he thinks he's John Barnes, mate. I thought it was a great line from Elliot Daly. Yeah, prime. lovely. He played really well, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's very. Exeter aren't the team they used to be. I said it. No, they're not. No, no they're. I don't know whether. Have they been found out or they're just. They're not evolving? I don't know what it is because they've got a lot of the same team they've had for years and years. But the last sort of two seasons, not quite been able to hit the highs that they did. Mm. They're not, but they're 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 struggling. At the set piece isn't as good as it was. It don't have a dominance. Nine and ten haven't played, haven't been as good as they were. So the the set piece isn't as good. They've really missed Nick White, and you can't just go and buy a new one now because the salary cap's coming down. Nick White was brilliant for them, and he's left a big hole since he left. The younger guys are good. Stu Townsend was great when he came off the bench. Yeah, look at that. But Nick White was a polished, finished article, top of the range. And Joe Simmons has lost his mojo a bit, but it, he would have been helped centers. by having Nick White there. You also look at the centres. You know, you had Tom Hendrickson and Ian Whitten versus Nick Tompkins and Elliot Daly. Yeah. You know, with all due respect, I know which partnership I'd go with. Yeah, and Devoto's been injured a lot. Yeah, he's been injured loads, and he's you know he's um he's probably out for the rest of the season. I think, I mean, not as much of the season left. But so if you think Nick White would have made a big difference, Devoto would have made a big difference. The pack, yeah, I like Devoto. It has hasn't fired. Nope. Um, nope. So you're knackered then, aren't you? The wingers are good. The wing, the yeah. wingers are great. Yeah, 
Oh, Flaherty's leaving though, isn't he? Yeah, Sale Sharks is yeah. going too. So is Johnny Hill. Mm. Skinner's going back to Scotland. Oh, back to Scotland, up to Scotland. Um, yeah, it's difficult, but you know, you, it's almost like, right, Bath are in a similar boat in a sense. It's like you, what you want to do is you want to do get your nuts and bolts and you want to say, right, let's spend some proper money on a front five here. Because Bath and Chiefs have got some really good front five players, but you need more than five of them. Yeah. You need quite you need quite a lot of them really, is the truth. Like you look at forever Cowan Dickey and Yandel Yandel have just been swapping. Then you add Ben Moon and Alec Hepburn just swapping the whole time. Then you add Tom Thomas Francis and Harry Williams just swapping and you're like and Murray Lowe when they needed him and it's like that is that's what you want, that's what you need. Mm. And like Chiefs don't have it. The the top teams generally have that. Yeah. They generally have that. Like admittedly Quinns have basically Marler plays seventy nine and a half minutes every week or seventy minutes every week, but you know, you've got Collier and Wilco Lowe. Now those boys won't come cheap because they're top tight heads, but Quinns are not the same team without them. They're not. Mm. They're not as good. They do not win as many games without that one of those two on the field. They just don't. Yep. So those guys are worth the money. Then you've got clever signings like Matt Simmons, brilliant player. Lavise, really good player. Tizard, class, but he's been taken now. So Sarries are having Tizard. Yeah. Um, so it's difficult to keep hold of top front five guys. And without a top front five, you ain't winning anything, mate. What was you the know, that's game I do. like? Because it looked like a classic, a, a good game. Maybe not a classic. Brilliant. For, for it was Bath, a brilliant game. Unless you, yeah, unless you, you know, your mortgage relies on Bath winning. It's probably bloody horrible because, you know, that we get the stats right. 19... 19 points up with 15 minutes to go. I think yeah. that's right. And I mean, I, I went to the gym this morning, wasn't going to mention it. And um, a mate at the gym, he's like, I couldn't watch the game. And it's like, every time Bath are brilliant for, for uh, brilliant till half time. It's like, and at half time, Bath were winning. And he's like, oh no. He goes, I said to my wife, we're winning at half time again. We're screwed. Yeah. And they, you know, they managed, sort of managed to lose it. I mean, fair dues to uh, Saints, of course. But if you're a Bath fan, it's just like, Massive improvement, it has to be said. Um, yeah, but still, 20 minutes to go, you're 31, yeah. 12 up. Yeah. You can't be losing that, boy. Cannot be losing that at all. And they, they've got the experience there. You know, yeah. It's just must be lack of confidence, massive lack of confidence, has to be. Can't think of anything else. Yeah. And also, like... Which you only get from winning. So. And when there were some, a load of chat came out of Leicester the other week and it's like, you know, why are Leicester so good? What's Borthwick doing? And all the players were just saying it's just clarity and we know exactly what we are about. We know exactly what we are trying to achieve. That doesn't mean, doesn't mean you know, exact, you know it, it's robotic. You've still yeah, got a chance kind of to play. Le- and, and Leicester will have a go. And, you know, <clears throat> with Ford and Burns in the team, you'll always just have a, you'll have a go at times. But they know exactly what they're... Sorry, that's my watch. That they will, you know, they know exactly what they're trying to achieve from a game. Yeah, and it makes such a difference. And you, you've played in loads of teams. You will have done. You'll have played in some teams when the clarity is amazing and everyone knows exactly what they're about. And you will have played in teams and won and lost games, and you think we're nowhere near knowing what we're about. That yeah, often comes ha- from individuals, though, on the field as well, not just. You know the whatever message you get from the coach. You know that clarity comes with yeah. the players you've got on the field. You know, so the more consistent player, you know, w- in terms of form, 
it's far easier. Whilst you've got a player that does something brilliant one minute and then something crazy the next minute, it's, it's very difficult, you know, to have yep. proper clarity. So I know what you're saying. It comes from coaches a lot of it of how you want to play, but it also comes from the players around you as well and what they're like. Yeah, and you know, you're, you're dead right, and it's obviously the coaches just get the blame. Yeah, they do. Right, but then you go and watch Saris at the weekend, and I watched Owen Farrell because yeah, I was commentating. Watch Owen Farrell in that second half in particular. Well, both halves, and the way he dominates and communicates on that field. Brilliant. It's just it's one of those things where lots of people doubt him, and and that's fine. Go and if you can go and watch him live, and try and just keep your eye on him for ten or fifteen minutes at one point. You will. I, I'm really confident you will see why coaches love picking him and hate not picking him. There's something about him, like, you know, for me, Marcus Smith now is your absolute flat out first choice number ten. First choice. I love George Ford. I thought Marcus Smith was significantly better at the weekend in a really good game. Um, pretty evenly matched game. I have seen Ford outplay Smith before, but I thought Smith was the better of the tens. So he, he and he's your England ten, and I've generally been a quite a big fan of having a bit of a lump at twelve. I mean, ideally Manu, but I think it just gives you a physical option if the creative stuff isn't yeah, on or if there's a lot of line out, speed and yeah, guaranteed. And Farrell isn't that really, but I just think I do think he's a really hard guy not to pick in a big yeah. game because been he's so fan. dominant, man. Yeah, but it's it's the consistency of his form as well. Mm. Like you know exactly what you're going to get with him, really. You know he's not going to he's not going to throw speculative speculative passes, or he's not going to get you in trouble. You know he'll clear his lines. He'll be concise. His communication will be there. Um, his basic skills are brilliant. He'll never let you down defensively unless it comes down to sort of tackle technique. You know he's brave, and more often than not, he picks the right options. He's not like you say, a Marcus Smith type of player. But to be honest, that's not what Saracens want to play like either. You know, Quinns want to play like that. Saracens don't. Saracens want to sort of strangle you a little bit. And then they've got a couple of real good individuals who can also create as well. You know, like I thought um, Daly was really good. You've got, you got something else outside Farrell. You, like, you couldn't have Farrell at 10, Farrell at 12, Farrell at 13. You know, even though he could probably play those three positions, you you, you need variety there, and they've got that. Um, they've got Tompkins at twelve, who is always busy. Um, you know, he's really good leg driving contact, gives him a lot of front football, never still, so always difficult to nail. And you know, you've got silkiness outside, and the wingers, I thought, are brilliant. They're, they're great in the air. They work great right off the wing. And the way they read the game, they don't just stay on the wing, finish tries. A lot of what Saracens do comes through their wingers, you know, so they're heavily involved. But I've always been a massive Farrell fan, and you want the good tens are the ones that never shut up, always talking, always directing, always communicating. And he is like that. You're right. He, you know, sometimes you say, oh, you, you know, you want to you want to watch, I don't know, Bruce Springsteen live. Yeah. You know, things like that. He's like that. You know, you're so right when you say it. To watch him to watch him live and just to have player cam on him for 
five ten minutes you can see why it's so valuable there we are we yeah. back in the England squad now mate captain yeah, again yeah. starting wouldn't surprise me one bit not one bit Tommy uh, uh, and okay so Quinns yep. Leicester 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 rested a few that's the reality of it it might have been different if they hadn't but they did um, and they're going to win the league anyway like you know finish they're going to get a home semi anyway so Quinns look good and Adam Jones said after the game on a pitch side interview did you see him he made a really good point he said it's really helpful having a massive South African monster in the midfield and it is yeah, he gets him out of so much trouble. He, he's the guy who's really cemented in my mind, like the, the brute at twelve being the ideal option if you've got one. Like you need someone who can play, and he can play. He can offload, and he's not a distributor, but he can offload. He can pass. Oh, I don't know, mate. He can kick. Like his passing game is really good. A lot of it's good, but he's, he's, but he's not going to be Farrell, is he? No, he's not. But because he carries so much, he has got a really good skill set, which. You know, so you can use him as a as a distributor at twelve. I know that's yeah. probably not what they've signed him for. They've not signed him as a ball player. They've signed him as being a big brute. But he has got that to his game. I think it's really underrated. You know, he, mm. he gets he gets sort of pigeonholed as just being a a robust twelve. But I really rate him um, and his passing game. Wonderful. Yeah, I mean, he's he's the he's probably the best player in the Premiership at the moment mm. all round. But um, I just think if you've if you've only got creativity around you, then create then finding a way through, you know, finding a way around a really good defence is your only option. But if you've got brute force yeah, as well, could do both then things. they got something else to think about. Yeah, you can, yeah, and that's what makes like people like Esther Hazen such a good player and so valuable to teams because he can do both like like Ma Nonu used to be able to do you know you've yeah. got someone who can give you massive gain line massive front football get you out of trouble but then you've also got someone that you can run moves off who can get the ball yeah. wide so by the way the thief his wife in the canoe Eddie Marson who plays John Darwin is one of my favourites he's so good in it he's so good and he, he did something really funny was he on the one show no was it him yeah, he did something on the one show about... He bashed Boris, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. He did. We don't want to get too political, but I think it's fair enough. It was, it was about something, something about someone who believes they're that much cleverer than everyone else, that they believe their own lies, and they, they believe that no one else can see through their lies because they, they think That's, they're Oh, yeah, they're so yeah, clever. yeah. And it was the it was the invincible complex, wasn't yeah. it? Something like that, he said. Yeah, yeah. invincibility, yeah. Co- your complex, something like that, yeah. yeah. Really good. Yeah, brilliant. I really like him. And he was really good. And that's why I put your face Ray on Donovan. his body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, any other games stand out for you? Uh, London Irish, Newcastle, 42-40. And Irish battered them. Uh, yeah. The Gloucester game was at Bristol was fine with Gloucester. You could argue Gloucester should have won it, but they never. Um, that, you know, Bristol... Such an odd one at Bristol because they've got so many amazing players, spent so much cash, and they're 10th. Like, yeah, I know. It, they're just 10th. And all right, they've beaten Gloucester. Um, Sam Bedlow sent off. He was really good before he got sent off. He came off the bench, was awesome. Best I've seen him play. And then got a, a red that he really deserved. Um, bad shot, that was. But um, on Hastings. But it, yeah, Bristol, it was like, a bad shot. Yeah, saw it. 
Yeah, Bristol just miles off. <clears throat> okay, they've beaten Gloucester, but they've beat. You know, still conceded a ton of points at home, and they're just. You, you wonder what can be done in a pre-season. It's easy to fall away, as they have shown, because they were semi-finalists this time last season. You know, and they were batter twenty-eight nil up against Quinns in the semi. You know, yeah, and now they're miles, miles off. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, it's amazing if you can fall very quickly. I wonder how quickly you can rebuild a team. Yeah. I mean, and you sort of run out. Steve Borthwick managed well, it pretty you? quick. Steve Borthwick's done it quick, yeah. but yeah, I mean, excuses will run out as well at some stage because you've got the budget, you've got the players. You know, yeah. What are the reasons you got, sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, quite. So, just not quite there in terms of who's chasing the top four. I mean, Saints are banging it. Chiefs are still in it. Gloucester are in it. I mean, technically, Wasps sale technically Irish that they yeah. could do a job, but yeah, most likely. Who would you put your money on? I mean, Qu- the Saints have got Quins this week, and I think they've got. I could be wrong. I've forgotten they've got Sarries at some point. I think, but they've got a tough old run in. And this is where this is where the format works, you know, because there's no relegation. You get it in the URC, but it makes it so important to either for qualification for Europe or for playoff spots. Yeah, here's one, right. Mm. So the whole, you're either pro or anti-relegation, whatever it is. So if you're, I was always a bit like, I'm pro promotion relegation. And I still am because I think you need jeopardy and at both ends of the table and that sort of stuff. And I I also think it's just, I mean, I see why they've done it in the short term, but in the long term, it to me, I'm still to be convinced otherwise, but I think it's fair that the people in the division below have a chance to be promoted. It that's the whole point of leagues. You can be promoted from one to the other. Like Caldy, yeah. Caldy RFC, but well got promoted Matt last year. And now that, well done, Kenzie. Matt Kenz called you in the champ next year. They got promoted two years in a row, and it's just absolute scenes up there, you know. So it the idea of winning a league and having nowhere to go unless it's the top league, it for me doesn't feel fair. And I know money, I know that money, money, money. But what about? Sport and fairness and that sort of stuff. I think there's a conversation to be had. But anyway, depends how strong got... the league is below, mate. To be honest, and who's going to come up? Like you know, f- for instance, it, it probably would work. Well, it would work uh, in the English league because there seems to be a lot of teams um, that could actually survive. But you, you know, you think of the URC. Who would you play replace teams with? Because you need sure. A, yeah, there isn't anyone, but no. that, that's different because there are fewer teams. There's tons of teams here. So, mm. it you know, you wouldn't have... It's like the Pro D do in France. You've got two two better leagues. I mean, the second league is better. So the championship, you know, it, I, yeah. I, I get all of that. But then at the same time, what I'm talking about is the Bath Saints game, right? You've got this brilliant game. And what I won't... What I don't believe is that if there was a, if there was relegation, Bath would have fought harder and not lost. I, I don't think that. I think every player is flat out, you know. So, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not I, sure. Well, I watched the game, and there are not there are no Bath lads not trying. They're, no, I get that. Maybe they're that flying game, in, but still through the through towards the second half of the season. If you're getting relegated, um, I reckon subconsciously you'll try a little bit harder. Maybe, maybe, but. For me, what what people say is when you when you've been when you've openly been pro promotion relegation, and there are good games happening that are great entertainment. People will say, "See, see, yeah, you said it, all the teams are going to give up, nothing to play for." Yeah, well, it doesn't like giving up to me. Look at that; it's thirty nine, thirty eight again, a great entertainment. I'm like, yeah, 
it is brilliant entertainment at the moment. It really is good. A lot of teams are defending quite poorly, which is great because there's more tries, right? But my point is, when you're at the wreck on Saturday, there's what you've got is for one team, it really matters in terms of top four. What if we can make a semi-final after the start of the season we had? It's like proper. They need every point as a brutal race on for top four. Right, and they're thinking about other results and all this stuff, bonus points and all that stuff. For the other team, it is just pride. Now, pride is really important, but then Bath Rugby are, apart from the fact they get paid, are not actually separated by anything except money from the local rugby club on a Sunday where the lads have pride and they want to win. They might have but there's no actual real jeopardy. There's no real risk visceral risk there isn't so it's kind of like it I think the game would be just maybe if there was relegation that game would have been crap it would have been a kick fest maybe maybe but what you would have in sporting terms is a game that properly mattered to both teams and I'm afraid although Bath tried their hardest it did not matter as much to Bath as it did to Saints it did not and were they facing potential relegation it would have mattered more and it would have been more dramatic and it, it, there is more to talk about. And I just think that's what I come away feeling. And I, now and again, people tweeting me saying, yeah, oh yeah, another another rubbish game in a, in a you know, in a closed league season, a ring fence season. I'm like, there's loads of good games. I'm loving it, mate. I'm not, I'm not pretending I'm hating games that I'm loving. It's great. I just, I'm yet to be persuaded that risk at the top and risk at the bottom are necessary. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm saying. All right. It's up yours. Well, I'll be honest with you, mate. We've both been nauses, rugby nauses today. So, uh, sorry, everyone. We'll try and clean up our act next week. We're better than that, usually. Um, nearly an hour, All boy. Right. That'll do us. I know. I'm. I know. I'm out of my feet now. I'm getting hungry. I put some soup yep, in the microwave. Soup? <laughs> Are you serious? I've got a holiday in ten days. Uh, yeah, you can't eat. No. It's like when um, I did this corporate thing with. Uh, Nugget and um, and Tom Evans, the model. Yep. And like Chris Robshaw popped in afterwards, and I was having a few. We're having a few beers and a couple of beers during it, and you're allowed to have a beer during it. And Tommy was just like, "No, no, do you want a beer, Tom? No." And they're bringing snacks around. No thanks. No thanks. I'll have some water, please. Can I just have some, you know, water with lemon? You're not eating. No, no. And I was like, "Mate, why are you not eating or drinking anything?" Is like, I've got Coachella next week which is this big American festival that's just happened. This yep. is a few years ago. I've got Coachella. And I was like, what's that? It's a festival. And what? Well, and he's like points to his body and he's like, well, it's got to get the body right for Coachella. It's like, are you doing something? Are you performing or something? And it's just like, no, but I'm going to have my shirt off. <laughs> and people will take pictures. I was like, oh my God. I've literally never thought of that in my life. I've never thought of that in my life. I've got a holiday coming up. I better not eat. <laughs> ah, well... Yeah, I've just been poor recently, mate, eating. So try and be a little bit healthy. Soup for lunch is a good one. It's easy. Get the veg in you. And it saves me ordering the Uber Eats. What? Eating it's a bit soup. embarrassing, though. Eating the soup, soup is embarrassing. <laughs> oh, God. It's so embarrassing. Soup's for Nana's. Oh, Put <laughs> some soup, Nana. <laughs> Nana. Do you want some soup, Nana? Oh, my God. Bugs I can't believe it. Soup. soup as well. Of course he does. Yeah. Loads of loads of buttery bread on it as well. 
half a tub of salt. Right. I've got well, to I'm go now. I want to put my soup in the uh, microwave. Pathetic. See you, lad. Nice one. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 